Welcome to Tire Tracks, a banging technology podcast driving the logistics industry. And now your host, Patrick Escolas. Hey, I'm Patrick Escolas, and I'm here with another Tire Tracks podcast, a Banyan Technologies podcast. But today, I am in beautiful Henderson, Nevada, at the Chimera Golf Course with my friend, Tom Burke. Tom, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Hey, um, no, I have to thank you because I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, it was just about snowing when I left uh, last night. So. Yeah, we did put a special request for the weather in for you. So <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that, Tom. Yeah. So... Um, for anybody that's not me and hasn't been working with you in the past, who are you and what's your background? I know you're here with Freight Partner Group, and we'll get into that in a second, yep. but who are you? You know, I started out uh, my career going to the University of St. Louis uh, with the original intentions to become a pilot, um, and uh, soon after getting into it, I realized how expensive that was actually going to be. So my father said to me... Uh, I did then, a similar thing with law school. Did so you? I, yeah, I know yeah the so you know the feeling. Yeah. yeah. So my father said to me, you know, why don't you pick transportation? Because everything needs to be picked up and delivered by a truck at some point or another. And, That's a smart man. And that was that was wisdom from, uh, you know, 1982. So, um, you know, quite a few years ago. So Ironic that it's still accurate. Right. It still is. Yeah. <laughs> at anything you, you touch, feel, smell, as a matter of fact, it, it, you know, really, it's, it, it, it moves by a truck, which is pretty amazing. I love it. Pretty amazing. So um, I, uh, I changed my career to uh, transportation administration um, and learned how to, uh, you know, read um, old time tariffs and, and look uh, mileages up in the household goods uh, book that most people probably don't even recognize. And was that an Excel spreadsheet? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. So, um, no, it was amazing. Um, so, um, I've been very fortunate to have had a career in transportation my entire life um, and uh, have moved through uh, all the facets of transportation. I have uh, owned a trucking company with uh, 300 trucks in nine locations, okay. a terminal operating company um, where we ran um, uh, intermodal terminals in Minneapolis, uh, Schiller Park, and uh, Portal, North Dakota, out of all places. Um, that's, I like the scene here a little better. Yeah, yeah. That's where people got exiled to if they didn't behave. <laughs> um, and um, as well as uh, brokerage companies uh, and uh, uh, container depots, container repair, um, and uh, really the, the, the whole bit. So, yeah, every which way, huh? Yeah, I'm very fortunate. So I'll get back to you in a second. So we're here talking about Freight Partners Group, and that's yeah. how I know you. Right. What I mean, Freight Partners Group, it sounds vague enough that it could do anything, but what's... What are, what, are, what are you out here doing? Yeah, so we really, you know, much, much like Banyan, we, we call ourselves a technology company first Correct. before we um, call ourselves a, a freight arranger or a transportation arranger. Okay. And um, the reason we do that is is because, uh, you know, we've come into an era where people are expecting that uh, they're going to get up-to-date, immediate information, and, and they're not willing to wait for it any longer. Well, yeah, it's it, our, our phones are mini computers, right. and we know right. more about our Starbucks coffee and where it is is then you know right right <laughs> some yeah. things in business yeah, yeah. and uh, you know transportation orders being placed on not only on phones but on uh, iPads and and Android devices and across the you know the entire uh, gamut so um, consider ourselves a technology company so we bi- okay. we're building really great technology uh, to make it really easy for customers to be able to uh, book a shipment. And be able to get updated statuses on where it is and be able to handle it all the way through to the billing. And uh, that's why we chose Banyan. Um, you know, I've known Banyan for, 
at least 20 years and have used the software uh, in my earlier career days. Okay. And, uh, you know, the reason we picked Banyan is, is because you guys really have the strongest backroom engine that, uh, that that's out there today. And that's awesome because that's one of the things I say as a salesperson, right. account manager, but it's it's always awesome to hear it from you without me, you know, poking you right say, tell them how tell them how awesome we are yeah no but i hear a lot of that and it's it's really nice for us that we're back end heavy and th those connections are solidified now when it comes to technology and logistics and freight this is nowhere near your first foray no no i uh when i sold the trucking company back in 2012 um i decided to uh, jump into the software business with both feet and and uh, started a product called Draymaster. okay um which today is still the only uh, rate management system that is built to manage the full container load, uh, import, export, pickup, and delivery off of a rail ramp or port across the U.S. I would say that's that's still a point of a lot of you know obstacles for a lot of software that exists right now. Correct. It it was uh, it was a little early for its time in 2012. But, um, you know, I uh, sold it uh, to a company uh, called Invase, which is now Wisec Global. Okay. And uh, they are, uh, you know, continuing name. to really market it and, uh, and pull it together. Uh, and uh, it's, it's really taken off. It's uh, now API connected to uh, most of the, uh, the, the freight forwarding systems across the U.S. And, it, went and EDI, the world. it went EDI to API real fast. It did. It? Yeah. it did. Everybody's yeah. like, this automation is cool if only it was dependable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's still amazing how much EDI is still used. And, and also, uh, depending on who you're talking to, you'll say API, and they'll assume you're saying EDI. Right. Like, yeah, and then you're like, hold right. on. We, yeah. I have to make sure somebody in the back room knows what I'm telling them to do. Right. And you've you've mixed them up three, four times right. now. Yeah. 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 No, I love that. As someone that's not as smart as you technically, but has to understand it to, to get the people involved. Right. It's always a fun one. Like, hey, what acronym were you actually trying to right. say there? Yeah. <laughs> and when, you, when they do tell you that... That they actually meant EDI. You're like, oh, God. oh, you're like, yeah, fine, right? fine. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get dust yeah. that stuff right. off. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. So we're talking about technology. We're talking about uh, freight. Now, there's a lot of technology partner partners out there, and there's a lot of logistics movements going towards that, especially in in light of COVID and those supply chain issues. But what does Freight Partner Group do on top of that? As uh, where where do you position yourself as a true value add? Yeah, so we've uh, we've really assembled a, a great group of, uh, of of people that we call our you know our, our internal partners, mm -hmm. um, and we have our internal partners as well as our external partners, which are our customers, um, and our technology partners also like Banyan. Um, but uh, we've got uh, you know a great group of executives that are just. Um, really great at, at transportation and in particular um, LTL truckload small package parcel and all of those pieces as well as those uh, pieces that can get away from you if you're not keeping an eye on them that's correct and and very quickly mm -hmm. so we've got a great room a great group of people that has been assembled um, that are uh, really going to be uh, putting the uh, uh, the true test to what we've developed here in the in the first quarter of this year. Um, as you know, we've been working with you uh, to get everything tied up um, in the back room, um, as well as the front end on our side, and um, we're ready to uh, we're ready to come out of the gate rolling. Oh, I know you are. I have the camera here, so you don't you know push me and tell yeah, me why yeah, weren't we there yesterday. Yeah, but no, right. no, I know. Yeah. But um, and within that, so you've mentioned before, you guys try to kind of be a watchdog for some of the people you work with uh, within freight. What is that What is that like? Why, why'd you go that way and how do you do that? 
Yeah, you know, uh, you know, COVID really taught us a a, a lot of lessons mm-hmm. a, a, across everything, and uh, in particular, um, it taught us that uh, when the transportation system is failing, that getting ahead of it and getting ahead with your customers with good communication is always key. And, uh, you know, an ounce of preventative is worth a, a ton of whatever you uh, have to think that you can lie yourself out of uh, in the back way. It's funny because I've talked to a logistics marketing consultant, uh, Trey Griggs. I've talked to Chris Jolly, the the freight uh, coach. Um, and everybody's saying is that it's not about if something's going wrong, everybody knows that something will. There will right. be a complication. Yep. The overwhelming message I'm going is being proactive on either A, letting your customer know, or B, saying, here's what I've already got set happening because I knew this was. Right. So they're not a day late and a buck short going, what happened and trying to pick up the pieces. Right. It, it can be more painful, but there's no surprises on the back end. And right. that, 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 that's really what keeps customers engaged with you. And, uh, you know, I'd always I tell people, you, you must be truthful because, you know, back in my trucking days, you know, I had uh, truck drivers give me a reason why they, uh, they weren't going to make an appointment yeah. that I would never have repeated to a customer. And told well, you them, knew it was honest. And, and told them something else, and uh, they showed up and and gave them that uh, that that absolute blatant, uh, you know, truth. But uh, oh no, we, we were forgiven. For you that. you were yeah. trying to just make yes. it a little yeah. prettier yeah. picture. Yeah, smooth it over. Now you just you're like, here it is. It's yeah, not here pretty, it is. But yeah. here's the yeah. truth. Yep, you've got to. No, I, I like that. So we talk again. We're talking freight and logistics, but we're standing at this beautiful site here in, in Nevada, Henderson specific, where you got mountains, we got the swath of desert behind and no snow anywhere. But how how did you get into this? You know, I moved out uh, here uh, 10 years ago from Minneapolis. Uh, probably uh, uh, my Minnesota accent maybe maybe come out just a little bit every near here. It's not there. as bad as Terry's, but yeah. Yeah, not not nearly as bad <laughs> as Terry's. Uh, but he still lives up there. Right, he's, exactly. He's, he's got he's, a good he's, excuse. He's, he's still suffering in that uh, in that below zero and snow. and. Uh, he wouldn't know what to do. And, and, he wouldn't know what to do without anything here to complain about, right? No, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> but um, so I moved out here and uh, a buddy of mine came up up to me and said, hey, you know, there's a golf course that's for sale, you know, just down the street from your house. And I said, wow, golf. I said, you know, I've maybe golfed 15 times in, in my career in a, in a best ball tournament. Right. I'm not really interested. He said, no, you got to go down and, and look at it. <laughs> well, two weeks later, I'm signing on the dotted line for this golf course. Um, and, uh, you know, we, uh, like I said, you know, uh, COVID taught us a lot of things. And um, COVID brought out um, and gave a whole new look and rejuvenation to uh, the the golf uh, venue, which oh, is yeah. which is absolutely super. So we're building a new clubhouse um, and we're putting in a new um, mini putt uh, to be family friendly. Nice. And you know you got to encourage kids to get into the golf business, uh, not the golf business, but the golf game, right? right. Yeah, Can't early. Have too many competitors. No, no, yeah. too many competitors. Yeah, <laughs> uh, early in the game. So uh, we've got some great things happening here. And as you know, we're uh, going to be uh, hosting the UPN. Uh, tournament out here, and uh, Banyan is, that, is uh, that's right is the main sponsor. I won't be able to be there because I will be having my firstborn. Oh, and that, is, that is the only legitimate excuse why I'm not coming out here to yeah. come have a really good time. Right. So, tell me a little bit about the UPN, why you're having it, and what kind of stuff you got going on. Yeah, we've got a great partnership with the UPN. Um, they were looking for their uh, and their speaking of acronyms, UPN. What's that? What's Use Parts Network. Perfect. Yeah. Right. And um, they were looking for a venue uh, to have. The their um their annual uh 
get together. Yeah. And uh, we, we volunteered and put our hands up. And uh, so we're going to have about 300 people coming out. Um, we're going to be doing a bunch of really fun things. We're going to, um, one of the funnest things we're going to be doing is going out to the, uh, uh, the firing this is, uh, this is the baby. Gun, yeah, I'm having a baby. Yeah. I'm having a baby. <laughs> yes, please go on. <laughs> the gun range, um, and people are going to have the opportunity to to fire off machine guns as well as uh, uh, you know be able to have the golden ticket to blow up a couple of cars that ah. uh, that are out there in the middle and and Hoover Dam and uh, and a bunch of other things. But just just a really good uh, networking opportunity for that entire group who um, who are busy, busy, busy now because they are in the middle of uh, you. You know the the pandemic, uh, and and now they've had their business rejuvenated also because oh, yeah. people aren't buying new or they couldn't get new, so they're buying used and having to buy used parts for those uh, for those vehicles. I had to buy a car a week before my wedding, a new a used car. Yeah, uh, I know the feeling. Uh, yeah, I know the pain. Right. And so I got to ask. Is it a recycling type of event? So they'll blow up the car and then they'll all fight to see who gets the parts and then sell them off? Yeah. Is that also part of the raffling? Yeah. You know, <laughs> it, I, I didn't think of that aspect, Patrick. We should have talked earlier. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, amazingly. Really whole Buffalo kind yeah, of situation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, amazingly enough, but some of the software uh, companies that we deal with actually have a program where they punch in the, the car make and model when it comes into their scrapyard. Mm hmm. Um, or recycling yard, as right. they're called today. Um, and it will um, tell them how to part that entire vehicle out. It will print out all the barcodes, and it will put every one of those items in inventory for them wow. and make them available. Um, so, And, how, and cool. how were you supposed to do this before? Look up half of it, have a giant parts book by manufacturer before? Hey, or, Patrick, yeah. can you go out there and see if you have a bumper for a 2002 Chevy? So, so yeah. you're saying that this, this automation technology might be a little bit of a godsend. Right. right. Yeah. 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 No, that's awesome. So, so that, you know, the, the other thing that we've done, um, is we've made, uh, integrations, um, with them. So okay. they come into us and then from us to you and then from you back to us and then back to, uh, back to them. So it's really kind of one-stop shopping for right. them in the system. Right. Yep. That's nice. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's the future of everything, right? One screen, yeah. all the options, yep. all the modes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, nobody wants to even go to another tab, let alone another piece of software. Right. No. Yeah. No. So. That's exciting. I'm again gonna be terribly missed to not be there, but excited that somebody will be having fun right. for me and excited about my bundle of joy that's coming too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no, that that, <laughs> that, that that's a definitely an exciting event. Right, it's it's blowing up a car just in a completely different way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you may want to blow up a car. I think there's probably, yeah, probably right. be days. Yeah, no. but so you've got all this going on, and I've been asking everybody just as some consistency ones. What do you think? logistics obviously we've changed kind of not everything because some will tell you that not much has changed that some of the processes have become more efficient and it's just the regular demand and supply with you know capacity where do you see within the next year or two what do you see the big changes in the logistics industry as a whole yeah i, I really think that one of the biggest changes is going to be one-stop shopping mm -hmm. um, where people can come in for all the modes to include small package parcel um, and, you know, pallet rates and, um, and local pickup and delivery, um, you know, the Uber model or the, yeah. uh, that, that whole model. That's how I got here today. <laughs> yeah. Right. Has, has really taught people that it, 
that they they can have information right now. Right. And that is the new expectation. So I think that that um, you know one stop shopping as well as giving people um, as much information as you possibly can uh, to let them know exactly where their shipment is. Uh, and what kind of time frame it's going to take to get there mm-hmm. and providing some of that information ahead of time. And another, this is a, a question that just kind of comes up on me and we've talked about it in the, with some of the other people I've talked about that logistics almost seems to be the, they get the technology last. Why, like, and I don't mean that is that they, there's not pieces and parts, but a lot of times it starts the financial system or it starts an ERP at one and then it eventually filters through to logistics why do you think, is it because there's so many moving parts? Why do you think there that might happen? Do you have any insight? Yeah, and there's well, no right or wrong answer. Yeah, obviously. no, there is a right answer. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it's I, yours. And, and I've got it because <laughs> I've been in this business for, you know, 30 years. There's a man with confidence. Yeah, yeah. we are slow adopters. Okay. If we had more foresight into what technology could do or could have done for this business a long time ago, mm-hmm. we would have been a way ahead of this game that we're in today. And do you think that that's a shift that's happened? Is that a lot of people have turned that head to forward thinking instead of getting caught behind? Or are we destined to repeat the mistakes again? Well, um, over the last few years, there's been a lot of startup companies that have received tens of millions of dollars to come in and try and duplicate what companies like Banyan or Draymaster or, you know, any of the major software programs that have been out there um, and, you know, put a new front end on them and think that they've got it made. Well, they soon found out that without strong bones, that you know your software is only the as shiny, good as it the is. The shiny in the interface. The shiny interface is great. Um, however, without a, a really good strong backend, uh, it's uh, it it really is proven that um, companies that like Banyan that have been around forever uh, are going to stay around, and then then that back room is just going to continue to get stronger. It's not a it's not a wheel that you can reinvent overnight. Hey. I mean, you, you heard it from him, not even from me. Yeah. I, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, no. how about that payment? Yeah, that's right. There you go. That's right. He gave me the hat, too. Yeah, I love yeah, it. No, yeah. But um, um, you'll, he'll get a shirt and some sunglasses, but his are a lot more, lot nicer than the cheap ones I brought him. <laughs> no, but um, so here, kind of hit all the things I wanted to. What I want to offer to you is kind of give everybody this kind of soapbox. What's your, what's your one message to either, you know, your, your customers, anyone that might be having problems or just looking at the logistics industry as a whole? What's, what's your, what's your message? Yeah, it's, it's really do your due diligence and um, understand who the person or the company is that you're going to partner with Mm -hmm. and make sure that they, number one, have the technology to support you. Number two, that they have the back room people wise to support what they're they're doing. Uh, There's still a lot of things that are manual in the, um, in this, you know, today, with calling and tracing and and and, mm-hmm. and making sure that the carriers are going to pick up and so forth, and uh, just being on top of that and making sure that uh, that that team that you choose has all of those things. Hey, I I love it, and that's it's funny because I come out here and I talk about technology, but most of the time that message that somebody has at the end here really has to do with making sure you do what you need to do. You've got the tools and the resources, but really making sure you have that connection and there's trust there. Right. Absolutely. Trust is, is, is key. And, uh, and, and then staying with that partner through thick and thin. Hey, well, I trust that, um, I'm enjoying this much more than I would be at my office at home. <laughs> and, uh, Tom, thank you very much for yeah. telling us about Freight Partners Group yeah. and being on our episode of, uh, Tire Tracks and look forward to seeing you. Well, somebody at Banyan and probably somebody with a camera will see right. you at UPN. Yeah. But, uh, Hey, it's a great time. Thanks yeah. for letting me out here. Yeah, thank and, you. Uh, hey, great talking to you. Yeah. Thanks, Patrick.
Thank you for listening to Tire Tracks. Watch for new episodes dropping monthly and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast apps. For more information about Banyan Technology, visit banyantechnology.com.